Hello and welcome to Las Blancas podcast. I'm your host Yash Thakur and today we are back again to discuss Real Madrid's game against Athletic Club in the Liga F and to break this game down today we have we have Kanita as always. We will like in the previous pods as well we have always been there but this time we have somebody else along with us to break this game down. Somebody who is a a very well known uh, athletic club supporter on twitter and in the community and also a very very knowledgeable person on women's football like personally for me like she is one of the experts in in the community you can talk to her about any player and she'll come up with something she always knows especially in in spain she will know the most obscure of player that you wouldn't have heard of playing in the under 16s and everything so Today we have with us Isa a massive athletic club supporter to break this game down and give us another perspective uh, about the game so before we get started I'll hand it over to you Isa first and then Kanita to check how you're doing first and then we'll get into the game so Isa how are you doing I well um, I'm doing fine okay it's it's the start of the week so nothing has gone wrong yet i don't want to jinx it either and thank you for having me here um i hope i can set interesting points of view at least i will try you you always have interesting points to say and this is your second uh, appearance on this podcast i i, I suppose I think that is the most we have had for any guest and you are one of the best guests we have had on the pod so yeah welcome back Kanita how are you doing Hey from me as well and yeah as Lisa said it's <laughs> just the start of the week so nothing has gone wrong yet but about the game I mean it was pretty wild pretty intense more like much wilder than i expected so uh yeah looking forward to hearing everyone's views Yeah so games against athletic club are always interesting at least on the paper the result result wise it can be it can often look like uh, one way traffic at times but this one wasn't the case uh, real madrid came away winners if you are listening to this you obviously know the result real madrid came away 2-1 winners and continue to rack up points in the league so let's get into the game and the first thing that we normally do whenever we are trying to break down the game is to look at the team sheet first so there were a couple of surprises uh not in terms of uh, not just in terms of like team selection but also the way we set up so when i first saw the team sheet when i saw th- there were three center backs in ivana kathleen and rocio i was sure that we were going to play a 352 sort of with Esther and Feller up top instead of uh Naikari from the previous game and then Toletti was uh in the lineup alongside Zorno sign midfield so it it did feel like when i saw the team sheet that okay maybe this is again a 352 and we are going to test the waters against a better side than uh, Alaves to see how that 352 works and we have discussed previously how 352 helps us solve a lot of our issues and uh, the benefits of playing it given the profiles we have in the squad but that wasn't the case we lined up 
very much in a back four with Ivana playing as right back. It was a four-two-three-one, the typical, with Feller playing uh, on the left wing, Weir as the number ten, and Atenea on the right wing. Esther obviously leading the line, and the double pivot consisted of uh, Toletti and Zornosa. So that was a bit of a curve ball, but I mean I was excited to see how it works out because Athletic Club at least on paper and at least the way they their ideas are uh, is a really good team so it was going to be challenging and it was going to be interesting to see how we cope with that so before we get to the athletic club side of uh, of things and get uh, isa's perspective on it kanita what did you make of the lineup and what did you make of the selection choices were it were they as surprising uh, as they were for me or what did you think of it uh, well, first of all, uh, we had uh, Toletti back in the lineup after, well, uh, <laughs> since she hasn't uh, started since last year and she only play, played a few minutes last game. So, yeah, these are, this is her first start in 2023. And, I mean, the midfield was uh, looking pretty sharp, you know, Sonosa, um, Weir and Toletti. And... Yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to that. Obviously, <laughs> who isn't looking forward to seeing uh, that midfield? Uh, but yeah, I mean, same as you, uh, seeing that lineup, I thought it was a three-five-two. Um, you know, it, it it's not something we haven't seen before. You know, Fela and uh, Esther leading the attack, and uh, with Fela uh, kind of um, acting. Uh, a bit wider to help the wing back on one side and th- I mean that was expected right and uh, I mean Sveva on the wing back is always fun to see so I was um, I was excited to see that again and I mean I wasn't complaining about the lineup at all I was just um, excited to see this lineup you know not being treated as just an experiment like as we've talked about this 352 formation uh how many perks does it have and everything uh so i mean against playing this against athletic is um you know pre- pretty big deal so yeah i was <laughs> excited when i just saw it on paper uh it's a different story of what it actually turned out to be on pitch so yeah yeah, going with a three-five-two against a club like Athletic uh, Athletic Club would would have been a statement uh, that Toril doesn't just see this formation with all of its benefits as uh, just a plan B, but rather it can be a way moving forwards that it could be our first choice uh, lineup to go with because it has all of its benefits. So yeah, I mean, it was a curveball but let's let's get into it and this time since we have somebody who can give us a a different perspective not just on real madrid because kanita and myself we are both real madrid fans so we some of our views might be biased but how does it look uh, when looking when viewing real madrid from the outside we have uh, in the previous pods we have been very vocal about the issues that we are facing the performances on the pitch how how poor they have been but we have been getting away with the results so Isa I'll hand it over to you now and I'll take your thoughts first on what did you make of Real Madrid's lineup and then 
what what do you make of athletic club season so far because the last two games have been up uh, like you, you have come come into this game on the back of two back to back losses how has the season been so far what has been the issue i know we have discussed this a lot of times uh, with the club uh, lacking a striker and what not but i'll i'll hand it over to you and take uh, take things from there but before i do that i'll just quickly read through uh the lineup so it was a 4231 for uh, athletic club that has usually been the case yulema cores was leading the line yone amezaga clara pinedo and oihane uh, hernandez were, were the three behind yulema then it was a midfield two of uriarte and shero and a back four of nerea nevado chulze uh, valdezate uh, i mean bb valdezate and i'm not going to try and pronounce this name because i <laughs> i think i'm going to mess up as i have messed up a lot of the names probably and in the goal it was uh, kinones so what did you think of of the lineup itself for both uh, athletic club and what have you made of the season so far for your club and how does it look from the outside about uh, real madrid what do you Uh, make of Real Madrid season so far and the lineup and what were you expecting from this game? Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna start first with Real Madrid lineup where you asked what I thought about it. Honestly, I wasn't very sure about the system when I read the lineup because it it, it made sense for me to be a back three with uh, three center backs and wing uh, backs. More than Ivana playing right back, because I I don't think that's worked. So I thought I wasn't gonna try it again. But yeah, as you both said, it ended up being a a, a four back. Um, I'm not very sure if that was the the right choice. Then about our lineup, if I'm being honest, when I saw it. I was convinced it it wasn't gonna be a, a back four because I'm in Landaluce, which you didn't wanna pronounce. It's actually not that hard. It's just how you uh, see it. It's pronounced by Landaluce. Um, she's usually a center back, so I was thinking it was gonna be a three five two. That makes sense to to cover for our. Um, weaknesses against a team like Real Madrid and um, actually in some parts of the game it was a, a back three like Andalusia will just times go as a third back if it was needed and she will push up to the to the wing as well if it was needed too so I felt like it was quite um, um changing lineup it, it wasn't set on its Done this time, like which in uh, the players change positions a bit. And about the season, well, it's not going great, really. Like there's been some really nice passage uh, of play during some matches. They've shown what they can do. They have potential to be good, but there's something that's clearly not working because then. In, a, in one match, like they will start slow, and that will cost them a goal, for example. 
and then they will just turn into a different team and start playing well and then there's times when they start well and then just everything falls apart for example the Alama game was kinda like that like that they started really well uh, they got in front and were the better team but then just they became bad like everything just went down and they started getting more nervy and um everything became more difficult then against Levante it was just uh the Levante uh, outplaying playing us quite a bit like they are such a great team we we didn't cut them at all and didn't have the best defensive performance either to to avoid them hurting us so i feel like I have mixed emotions this year, like I can clearly see the team can give more, but they just don't, so I'm kinda worried that it's the pressure is getting to them. I mean, they are very young squad, most of them have no, uh, have no experience in the elite, so I think that's making them kinda frustrated when things don't work out and they starting they start to play with some fear in some in some times. That's why I liked this match against Real Madrid. I felt like they shook they shocked their their fears off it. So it was it was good. Then there's also in the handicap of the injured players, like we have players that the players that are injured are the ones that bring something different, especially in midfield. Now we only have two midfielders that play, and they are not really the, the greatest um, player you can come up with. You can just see that they play together because you don't have more midfielders, so sometimes they don't really work that well. But yeah, I think that's hurting us the most, being able to change anything on the midfield. You can change the rest but the rest is that usually works better so yeah i'm not entirely displeased with the season but i i think that if everything will have aligned better we could we could be doing much better than we are right now uh, and lastly i have to say that i'm still hopeful that we can build on something from now to uh, yeah, putting in the head like uh, from now, even if in the table you don't have objectives to feel like you are gonna end up uh, mid or low table, like yeah, but start building into the next season. Still hopeful that we can still achieve that, and I hope this Real Madrid match is is the point of inflection. Yeah, so pretty interesting points there. Like, obviously, Athletic Club squad is one of the youngest uh, in the league. I'm not sure if it's the youngest. But, yeah, you guys have uh, a lot of very good uh, young players. And, obviously, injuries in midfield are a key point. But, yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was a bad performance against Real Madrid, I would say. Like, if, if we have to, if we are summarizing the game, I think this was one of the better performances from Athletic Club. And... Athletic Club have a very shrewd manager at help. I, I, I'm 
I personally like really rate her. I think she has very good ideas, but the execution of the ideas on the field requires a certain level of talent, a certain level of uh, you know, uh, a certain level of technical ability that sometimes might be missing with with the sort of squad that she has. Uh, so sometimes her hands are tied with what she can actually show on the field. But the ideas, if you watch watch Athletic Club play. Uh, is always very bright and they can cause problems to the best of the teams but recently haven't been able to stitch together a very good run so yeah let's let's get into the game and let's try to break down it break it down into pieces and sections so i think the best way to go about this game would be to would be to uh, separate this into a sort of 15 to 20 minute period and just see what all is happening during that time and just take things from there so i'll get us off the way the game began and it, it's also interesting that isa noted how athletic club sometimes start the game in a nervy fashion and then play well and sometimes they do the opposite this was certainly a case of the former, I think, because the game in the initial like seven, eight minutes, it was a bit nervy. No team was able to have a sort of settled possession and to create from like very good sequences of play in, in the open play. But around the 10th minute mark, I think we started to see what would be a general theme throughout the game for both the teams while working in parts so i think if if i have to use a word for defining this whole game it would be like pressing sequences from either side in the first like 60 minutes of the entire game i think it was real madrid who were very good at uh pressing athletic club and trying to recover the ball high up and then creating chances from that and then athletic club switched switched on and they were doing the same sort of in a in a different way towards the end of the game we'll get into that but around the 10th minute mark is when it like first started to happen and i started to notice it and get it down in my notes so in in the 10th minute mark we have a pressing action from athenea and it's a ball across uh, laid off for weir zornosa uh, like Weir lays it off for, for Zornosa from outside the box and the shot is uh, shot is taken by her from, from range but it goes wide but it all starts off and it all works out in, in a sort of it results all from a pressing sequence and this continues throughout the first half I think in the 13th minute we have another very good pressing sequence this time by Weir again results in a turnover then we have in in the 17th minute we have a long range effort from zornosa again so this was the theme until like from 10 to 20th minute we had a lot of times where real madrid were able to like force an issue and force athletic club to either play long or play into danger areas where we can then turn the ball over so since it was a 4-2-3-1, our off-ball shape was 4-4-2 and Weir and Esther. Now, the importance of these two players is very, very high when we press. 
because these two understand the angles understand the triggers really well and understand each other as well because that is important when you're trying to press having a having that sort of coordination having that sort of synchronization where one player would drop towards a midfielder while the other makes a curved run and reduces the pitch into half for the center backs now athletic club in their 4-2-3-1 would usually have the center back split wide one of the midfielders coming in to receive or showing up for receiving what we did was where would obviously pick out one of the midfielders when that was the case if if the two center backs had the ball Esther would make a curved run to like force them towards one side and then as soon as the ball went wide because now the pitch is hard they cannot go across once the pitch is hard we would apply intense pressure we would try to suffocate them towards the touchline and then regain position and this happened multiple times especially on the right hand side with Athenea Athenea and Weir like pushing there and Toleti pushing high up as well and marking uh, individual players in a 1v1 situation so like they don't have immediate passing options and that resulted in a lot of turnovers in the 19th minute there was a big chance but it was for athletic club it came off a deflection from uh, Savava uh, there was a cross from Oihane on the right hand side that took uh, that took a wicket deflection and it almost went in but Misa was able to just tip it over, get a hand to it, tip it over and then Susa was quick to uh, clear it off the line. But that was the first like real big dangerous chance of the game and it fell to Athletic Club despite uh, the general momentum and the general flow of the game being towards sort of uh, Real Madrid and Real Madrid slowly getting into the groove and trying to like put pressure on Athletic Club and keep them in their own half and try to recover ball quickly when they try to build up so it was pretty interesting to see I'll hand it over to you now Kanita to take your thoughts on what what you made of the first opening 20 minutes up until that deflected chance and then we will get on get into how Real Madrid were trying to play on the ball and what were athletic club trying to do and then i'll come over to you isa to discuss what you made of the initial strategy in the first half so kanita what did you make of the opening 20 minutes uh okay so i'll first start uh with by filling in uh, on what happened in first 10 minutes um before you know <laughs> things started happening a little bit uh so when i was watching it uh live you know i uh, it just was nothing happening um the first 10 minutes the teams were just well <laughs> not not really approaching the uh, boxes but uh, i did note some uh, fun things because in the first 10 minutes well in the first five minutes i've actually noticed that sveva be began the game by handling oyane very well on her side and uh coming into this game i think uh oyane was you know someone to look out for and uh svava svava really um you know did her job and uh began her game by you know looking very sharp there uh you know from a lot from an attempted long pass to her to oyane svava just uh, immediately took it away and 
uh, controlled it. Um, the fifth minute as well, similar thing. Uh, but then in the next five minutes or so, uh, Athletic got like free throw-ins. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, at least three throw-ins, but I noted down an interesting pattern between them because um, they like, I don't know if they usually do, Isam uh, may describe it later, I'm curious, but what what they like to do is just to throw, uh, make the throw-in very close to the line and have another player you know, control it and then try to escape it through the line. So I, I just saw those like three instances. It was mostly on uh, one side and the side where the benches are. And it's uh, Nevada who was taking all three throw-ins. And she would usually give it to someone who's on the very line. And two, two, two out of three times, they would escape uh they would escape our you know players that were there on the line and i mean that was pretty cool <laughs> um pretty cool to see not not very um cool for me because i'm actually known for looking um really paying attention to throw-ins uh just that uh, the differences i usually rate only our throw-ins real madrid's but uh this game um Athletic Club really made me look at theirs as well. So uh, that was one interesting thing. And so this first thing that, you know, that you said that it will, like opened some kind of excitement. Uh, in the 10th minute, you know, it's when Atenea uh, takes the ball. And I think it was uh, from Nevada. And she runs inside and actually not makes Nevada. Uh, gives it to Weir, and stuff happens. Um, basically, they uh, they make us make us like pass back, and then I think they um make us go wide. And later on, I also have in my uh, notes that they usually had this line, two lines um in front of their box, like four three or four four or something. Like uh, Isa can exp explain it a bit better maybe later but uh it, basically i couldn't see us um managing anything through the middle at that point like we they made us go wide like they um made us pass to sveva on the left wing and then sveva trying to do something then having to pass back again to the center and ultimately that this little action from the 10th minutes ended with Sonosa taking a long shot that goes wide. Uh, so it's basically like frustrating us in some point. And I mean, um, in the next four minutes, something they we tried a few crosses and Divana uh, tried the long pass at the entrance of the box to Kathleen, but it was very um, hard for her to score that. <laughs> Um, header but uh, yeah it went wide and not really dangerous so yeah um, but I, that, that thing in 14th minute with Toletti so in 14th minute we can see Toletti doing really well so as I mentioned this is her first start and she hasn't played in a while right 
And I really love this because she was the one who put the ball inside the box and it was actually through the middle, like those lines that the athletic made. She she kind of, I don't know, she just made made the way uh, to a stead inside the box. And the stead was just looking around and didn't take too long, uh, but, you know, she just attempted to go on Weir's head. Uh, it ended up being um, blocked, but you know, uh, still a good call. I think the it was the best call that Esther could have made. Uh, that one or just passed back on the right wing, but no matter what, this I mean, this would be a more dangerous anyway. And yeah, I mean, you mentioned this thing in nineteenth minute already. I don't might I don't have anything else to add on it. It's it was probably the most dangerous part of uh, this part of the match and um, for me it gave me a heart attack because the first uh, dangerous you know, action happened on the rival side so um, yeah but it's it wasn't really Svava's fault it just deflected and luckily we had Misa there to just um, take it away from under the crossbar and yeah that's it for me yeah so the opening like few minutes as we have described like it started a theme an overarching theme of the of the game probably like the pressing sequences are going to be heavily important and as we'll note as we move forwards uh it's interesting that you pointed out toletti because i think we need to have a a, a big discussion on toletti uh definitely in this game i i loved her performance i am very happy that she's back uh, to her level it, it definitely seems so it was a very good performance from her and we'll get into that but before we get uh, into all of that uh, Isa do you have any comments on the opening 20 minutes what did you make of athletic club strategy or what did you think of uh, Real Madrid's pressing uh, and how athletic club were able to not deal with it initially at least for the first like 45-60 minutes it was pretty difficult uh, at least from what I saw uh, for athletic club to deal with it and what were the potential reasons for it do you want to add any comments mm, yeah i i wanted to say that uh the first 25 minutes we couldn't get anything going on the ball like it, the person from real madrid was really hurting us because they, it's usually quite sloppy when they get pressed because they get nervy and just throw the ball away and so yeah but i have to say i did like the the performance in the sense that they were looking uh like confident in their positioning like the spaces were well covered because we had sometimes the is the issue of leaving some uh, parts of a space between the lines uh, unattended and that's hard that hard to start us a, a lot against Levante they totally um, built our our lines also happened in the game against Real Sociedad for example so I was pleased that they were able to to maintain their structure today um, like Anita said force Real Madrid to attack on the left wing which they struggle a, a, li a little bit more in, in the attack. Um, also, about the throw-ins, there's 
one difference between the left and the right throwing from Athletic because in the right in the right, Ojane is not a carrier of the ball. She just uh, goes with power and speed. So she doesn't usually try to go short for for the other player to return it to her and carry the ball because she is not a good carrier. So she usually goes uh, long to try and get someone to head it but in the case of Nevado she's like our best carrier so she usually gets the ball back and gets um, past the press of the rivals with with the, her carriers or her dribbling it depends so yeah we usually uh, have a very good progressing in that side uh, with Nevado and the midfielder that usually goes there Pinedo also Usually has the tendency to go left, so yeah, that helps our our progression of the ball the most. But just to resume what I meant, I felt like our box defending was been was in quite solid, and we were forcing Real Madrid to shot to shoot from awkward positions and not just come inside the box to us all the time because we suffered a lot with. Just like, for example, I think the, the match against Real Madrid in Lezama, they were attacking us from much more clear positions than this time. Yeah, so it's it's interesting the mix of profiles that uh, Athletic Club have have at the back, and we have discussed this the la- the last time as well when Isa was here to help us break down Athletic Club's game again. Uh, there's obviously problems with with the center back pairing there's uh, obviously uh, shortcomings that can be exploited but yeah uh, getting into that let's let's talk a little bit about the on ball setup and how athletic club were d- actually defending so as kanita like briefly touched upon it was athletic club were not actually pressing a lot in the first half they were happy like they were comfortable sitting uh, slightly deeper near the edge of their own box they were okay with allowing real madrid to come to them and try to play around them and real madrid were doing this uh, interesting bit because whenever we play 4231 we don't usually see this and that is why it was uh, interesting that we were doing it this time so despite playing a backline of 4 the thing was we were still building up in a back 3 with uh, Ivana tucking a bit inside and we were forming that back three of Rocio, Sousa and Ivana and Savava was pushing really high up on the left hand side so we always had a very high vertical outlet uh, up the field now this Savava's this positioning allowed for uh, Feller to come inside a bit Veer was operating in her free role she would show up everywhere where uh, it was necessary and what did what how this helped us was because athletic club were also like defending in a sort of 4-2-3-1 itself but it was like a 4-4-1-1 at times with with the number 10 in Clara Pinedo obviously like sometimes moving up or sometimes like staying just behind the striker so what it did was since we had three players in our first line during the build-up we easily outnumbered the 
the press or any sort of like approach that athletic club were trying to do they they were easily outnumbered in that first line so we ha- always had at least one free option and the thing was like athletic club weren't actually like really trying to uh, force that issue and try to press us high in the first half so there wasn't much much of a challenge but the way we were set up uh, was like it it did make us pretty efficient at dealing with it just uh, dealing with that case just in case it happened the 3 plus 1 build up uh, like with three center backs and one of the midfielders usually like toletti dropping in and like offering for the ball it, it really helped us and with uh, savava's high positioning as well we could just spread the ball uh, towards her and then provide support underneath for her to like then progress the ball so that that really helped i think and yeah i mean and off the ball like let's let's talk about how real madrid were off the ball and uh, like isa mentioned that athletic club weren't able to get anything going in the first like opening 25 minutes of the game and that was for a reason as well because uh, as soon as athletic club tried to build from the back and athletic club has uh, like i would like to think like iraya has uh, some good build up mechanisms like the ideas are pretty decent on the pitch and if executed well they can play past any sort of press but what was happening here was we were able to like efficiently block their build up as well among the two center backs we were able to uh, like one of veer or ester would drop uh, on the midfielder that was there to receive just ahead of the center backs and the other player would make a very good run towards uh, like a curved run that would half the pitch and force them towards one side and as soon as the ball went to one side the wingers that have now dropped in in our 442 of the of the block formation the wide players would then instantly push and uh, try to press and force an action uh, or like deny them time to think and just force an action from them or if if the center backs don't choose the wide option they would have to go long and usually when they went long we had like we have three center backs in our back line who are decent in the air like kathleen uh, is decent in the air rocio is tall ivana with her aggression and the way she steps up she can win aerial duels as well or at least uh, put the opposition off balance so like winning the uh, the aerial ball was was a difficult task if if and when the center backs do decide to go long so we did manage to block the build up pretty well i think and this worked really well uh, for the for the entire of entirety of the first half that was the common theme so let's move forward before i hand it over to you guys uh, let's just note some some noteworthy actions that happened uh, in the first half and then i'll take your thoughts on what did you make of the setup and if you have anything else to add on what i said So in the 27th minute there was a poor throw in from uh from Athletic Club it it was given straight back uh to one of our players and that started a very good sequence where Feller's cross uh from the from the left hand side she cut in and uh, put a cross in with her right right foot it was uh, it was not dealt well it was managed to clear but not completely clear it was half cleared and the ball kept bouncing awkwardly before like before we are brought it down and uh, help set up zornosa 
just around the edge of the box her shot her shot was uh, her shot was straight at the goalkeeper but it was low so like goalkeeper managed to get a hand to it but couldn't like clear it or completely get a hold on it it was parried just into the box and Esther was there to pounce on it and give Real Madrid the lead like Esther's positioning there it was a pure like striker instinct uh, finish sort of because as soon as Zoranosa took that shot you knew if the ball was going to be parried just in front of us you 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 expect your striker to be there in that position to put away the loose ball or the second ball in the box so that is exactly what Esther did and 27 minutes in after all of that some some of the good pressing sequences and everything Real Madrid were finally in the lead and wasn't the cleanest of moves but it did highlight two things number one was Caroline Weir's just technical quality like we have spoken about this multiple times the whole world is speaking about how impactful she has been and I think she has been so far the most impactful signing so far in the history I would say like on pitch impact of a of a single player with the way she operates on the ball what she offers off the ball just the sheer quality and the sheer brilliance was just is just phenomenal she brought the ball down that was wobbling around for a bit set up Zornosa Zornosa shot and then Esther's goal the second thing that it did highlight was how important like Esther can be in these situations like those were pure instinct uh, striker sort of uh, movement in the box like she recognized that this if, if a shot is taken from range you you expect your striker to attack the goalkeeper just in case there is a loose ball in the box and she did exactly that and it went in so 27 minutes in Real Madrid are in the lead now and now I'll hand it over to you guys to take your thoughts on anything you have on the setup of Real Madrid on the ball or Isa if you have anything to add about how uh, it was difficult for you guys to deal with the initial pressure and why you guys weren't pressing in the opening uh, first half of the game so we'll start with you Kanita and then uh, Isa you can uh, take over from Kanita when she's done so Kanita what did you make of the uh, of the points that I mentioned and what do you have any thoughts on the goal what did you make of it uh, yeah, well, about the setup, uh, I actually, well, that dropping to like a 4-2-3-1 uh, when Athletic would, you know, cross our half, uh, it it happened, you know, almost instantly. And having Ivana, uh, like, on the far right, like, as the right back, not just as the right center back, at back three kind of you know made made me nervous because uh, I feel like there there's that hole from the from our right hand side and that it would usually uh, be crossed into um, you know Kathleen or Rocio whoever was uh, in the center the near Ivana uh, but I mean when there would be a long pass or something that would <laughs> uh, 
that would make them that would make the ball come into our uh, like in front of our box uh, that fast that we can't really uh, we don't really have the time to put Ivana there and uh, to make this um, normal you know for the back Ivana actually was very good uh, like a more inside which is you know more <laughs> normal because she's she is a center back and everything but uh, aside from when Ivana was uh, right on that right hand side like exposed the last one on the right um, it did expose us a bit uh, but even if she's on the right when we are like a bit more squeezed into the middle she'd do very well uh, she uh, like she I think almost every time she won uh, in that back free uh, lineup, uh, even when she was the right center back. So I only want to say uh, say that. And okay, so about to go about the goal. One uh, one small correction. It's not Sornosa's shot. It's Toletti who shot. Um, <laughs> so uh, when Maria Sun um, saved and. Esther shot it in, so yeah, it was Toletti actually. Uh, but yeah, that that in, that whole goal instance was uh, very chaotic. Uh, you know, Sveva robbing that ball from the uh, from the throw in, as you said, and then uh, managing it to our left wing, where I noted that I liked the chemistry between Feller and uh, Sveva there. So uh, Feller got. Uh, got the ball there and Sveva ran uh, up to meet uh, Fela, you know, she was, uh, she noticed that she needed help, so uh, they connected well, I think they made like three passes between each other before they would send the ball uh, a bit back in the middle and Ivana would, you know, put the ball inside and it would, it's kind of a pinball action there, you know, between uh, uh, our player and Athletic and our player and then uh, finally we are doing that uh, kind of a turn and uh, uh, getting it to Toletti and uh, the interesting thing is <laughs> that uh, in the replay you could see like in the moment that Toletti shot that ball uh, Esther was, uh, you know, just on side, she was very well positioned, just on side around the uh, 11 meter mark, so I think it just, just uh, before the penalty spot. So, you know, she was standing there uh, in the moment of Toletti's shot, and uh, yeah, I mean it's her job, right? She, she's, a, she's the striker, she's our striker, and but it's something that uh, that's very characteristic for Esther. She just finds herself um, positioned very well, and it, she makes it look so easy. So from that point, like she was standing in the middle, almost at the penalty spot in that moment, and uh, Maria soon saves it, and she just manages to run it there. Like she she knew where the ball would be. And, you know, she does what she does. Uh, Maria Sun uh, can't uh, manage to get the ball off the net, so it um, ends up in. But, yeah, you know, it's one of these instances where you say, oh, Esther uh, takes the rebounds very often, and, okay, yeah, this is the striker's um, job, but she's extremely good at it, and I think Yash already mentioned it in um, uh, 
a few pods ago when we were talking about this, um, you know, uh, Esther uh, getting the rebounds. It's just, um, I don't know, impressive. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, th I think this is it for what I have to say. So, yeah, take it away. Yeah, Isa, what, what did you make of it all? Uh, I have to say, it was a very frustrating goal for me. Because, I mean, we have a chance, the ball goes in the line and it goes out. You have a chance, Mariasun saves it and it goes in. Like, it's just, ah, for me, like, we have the, the bad luck, like, I mean, I don't even know how it just went like that she said it like she was actually there she said a stair shot and the, the like the curve the ball got it just doesn't make any sense like it it, it frustrated me because I, I know this is ridiculous but i feel like we have a chance the ball goes in the line and if there is a way that the ball is not gonna go in then for us it's 100 percent happening then if there's like one 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 percent chance of the rival's ball going in then it's gonna go in i mean if it wasn't enough for us to like have enough mistakes by our own then we also have like the worst luck ever i don't know if this is because i'm a, an athletic fan and i'm like just says I'm a jinxer, so that's why the ball went in. It, it was my fault. But I just could, couldn't believe myself because it, I just saw Mariasum save it and I was happy because I mean I thought it was gonna be a goal, yes or yes. So when I saw her save it, I was celebrating and in it just went in and I stood there like really stupid. Yeah, I, I just wanted wanted to say that uh, uh, that's the only thing i'm gonna complain about um no, i don't think i have anything else to add life is unfair isa what can we say <laughs> life is unfair <laughs> but yeah uh, so yeah th thanks for the correction uh kanita on the shot uh it was uh toletti my bad uh, i thought it was zornosa since it was a left-footed sort of effort i thought it was uh zornosa but yeah it was toletti and that very interestingly like leads us really well into a discussion about Toletti because let me note one sequence of play in the, in the 39th minute because I think like it didn't result in a shot. Uh, the cross I think went straight to, uh, Feller's cross went straight to uh, goalkeeper's hand. But it was a really nice sequence that highlighted two things for me. A that we can actually build these sort of passing moves that helped us enter the first half and then create chances but not just that what it helped what it really highlighted for me was how toleti is uh how toleti improves this sort of position structure and how she adds value to it so the thing with toleti zornosa double pivot is if zornosa is dropping deeper Toletti is really, really, really smart at staggering the midfield. So what I mean by that is if you have, when you're playing with a double pivot, you want 
both your midfielders to not be in the same line like you want them one if one is deeper than other ha has to be a little bit higher up the pitch because if if both of them are in the same line then you're not e exactly progressing higher up the field by passing to one of them uh, like to either of them because they are both in the same uh, vertical line uh, same horizontal line so you're not really getting uh, a progressive passing option essentially essentially but when they're staggering it what it does it it ma makes it difficult for the opposition to mark either players plus it gives you a vertical option as well when passing from the back so toletti understands that really well whenever she she positions herself so dynamically if if weir is dropping deep she would uh, take her position and offer that sort of vertical passing option if zornosa is dropping deep she would place herself slightly higher so zornosa if she is able to receive and turn she can find her higher up the pitch and we can progress the ball and that was and that is what makes her such a valuable player like toletti might not get assist toletti might not get the goals directly but these sort of facilitating movements help her team to like be able to reach the final third more proficiently whenever they have the ball and we saw that a multiple times like there was a very good carrying sequence kanita noted this in in the 14th minute where toletti receives the ball in our own half beats a challenge and then attacks the space really well with the ball at her feet toletti was basically this game summed up what toletti is all about uh, in my opinion like she is this sort of all action box to box midfielder where she will be involved in action uh, in the attacking third she will provide great combination play she will provide great support in the wide uh, triangular uh, combinations like she will be there underneath to like provide a passing option whenever the wide player needs it or just play a quick one two in the wide areas she will also make those very good runs into the box with ball at her feet or just off the ball movement to offer a passing option inside the box she's just a phenomenal box to box player and that is the role that really suits her and that is why when this season started when we were doing these pods my opinion was that teresa toletti and weir on paper at least makes the most sense as as the midfield because teresa can do the uh, deeper midfielder role really well she has the passing range she has the defensive acumen and she has a good work rate to cover those sort of areas and engage in physical uh, physical duels and come out on top toletti can do her thing she can support the defense she can support the attack she can even out numbers on either end and we are well she is technic she is one of the most technically gifted players in the world and we are seeing every week week in week out what she can do so having like we are is probably the one of the first names on the on the team she let's be uh, completely honest here so weir would be there and th that midfield makes a lot of sense on paper we haven't been able to see a lot of it with toletti's injury toletti being uh, a bit out of form after coming back but now if if this is how toletti is going to perform if this is a game that turns on the switch for what real madrid signed actually in toletti we are in for a treat we could be in for a treat when used correctly because the group of midfielders that we have in our squad is just really really good for a team that wants to play with the ball that wants to keep the ball that wants to hurt the teams by suffocating them 
by not giving them the ball like frustrating them and just keeping the ball taking the ball and creating uh, open play chances this midfield could like we have players to do all of that so it will be interesting to see how this resurgence or how this great performance is uh, you know sort of rewarded in the next games we will see how Toleti's minutes come along in the next game but this was a really really good performance for me by by Toleti this felt like she was being used in the right sense and she is back to her best helping out defensively engaging in duels winning them then after recovering the ball being quick enough to uh, play the vertical ball and help us move vertically forward so that that was really nice and I'll, I'll give you guys the chance as well to add on Toleti uh, but just let me just quickly go through what else happened in the in the first half uh, there was not much following this in in the 41st minute like obviously I love Netmax so I was able to notice one where Feller Netmax uh, Athletic close right back. I again won't <laughs> take the name because I struggle with pronouncing it. Uh, in in the forty second minute, we have a good sequence from Esther inside the box on the right hand side, uh, where she is under pressure. Uh, no, it's 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 on the left hand side. She's under pressure. She picks up the ball. She like she is surrounded by two or three players. She manages to uh, take the ball towards the byline and get a shot off. It's uh, it's straight at the goalkeeper, but she does well there, and the game closes out with another good pressing sequence that starts from the right hand side again. Atenea wins the ball back after Nerea Nevado tries to like flick the ball over her. I think she regains the ball. She plays it uh, to to Weir and Weir takes the shot and it just goes uh, wide that like from that sort of range from a player like Weir you sometimes maybe start to expect that maybe she could have scored there but it went wide so at half time it was Real Madrid 1 athletic club nil and now I'll hand it over to you uh, Isa first what like you have been following uh, Toleti for a while as well you uh, I, I think and I know you you like Toleti as well. So what what did you make of this performance and what what do you make of Toleti in general? And once Isa is done, you can take over Kanita. And what did you think of this performance from Toleti and how she did with the ball and against the ball? Um, I'm gonna have to be very honest. I didn't really. I wasn't focusing on Toleti. Like, sorry. I mean. I have I can recall the the good passes in midfield uh, yes but I can recall Toletti making them because I I was uh, stressed in f focusing in trying to get the ball away from you so uh, I I didn't really register most of Real Madrid's starting eleven performance like. I only registered Bayer because she's everywhere. She, we couldn't stop her in any way. She was just uh, giving us so much trouble. So that's what I remember. But I, I, I can, I can, for the life of me, remember Toletti's match. I can talk about her in general if you want. Um, I, I always felt that Toletti had much more potential than she was uh, 
reaching when she was at Montpellier. Like, she was good, but she, she could be better, like, wasn't getting to her full potential. And I think moving to Levante helped her, helped her a lot because she, she just became another level of player as well because she could, she could be superior physically as well. That didn't really happen for her in France. In the physical sense, in the French league, she didn't stand out. So she only stand out there for for her ability on the ball. And on, I think I remember her taking the free kicks for Montpellier as well and scoring one or two. But I really loved what she did at Levante. So when Real Madrid signed her, I thought it was a extremely good signing, like really good. Like it, it was going to help you guys with something to add a player of a profile that I felt like the squad didn't have. Um, she struggled a bit at first. Uh, I liked her performance the first few matches. Then she got injured. I think it was injured, if I recall correctly, or COVID or something. I can't I can really remember. And she started to drop a bit her performance. Uh, but I, I still felt that she just needed time and she was still going to be great for, for Real Madrid. As you said, she's a player I really like. I uh, was rated her. So yeah, basically that. Sorry about the match. Uh, I just... Sometimes w when I'm stressed, it just acts out. Yeah, that's that's completely fine. Uh... <laughs> A bit anticlimactic, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I felt Toletti was definitely uh, a standout in the in the game, and I hope Kanita, you have something uh, to say on uh, Toletti from this game. Uh, so yeah, take it away. Whatever you have, if you don't have any comments, we can move on to the second. Uh yeah, I mean I I do have a few uh, notes. Um, not. not not really specific actions or anything, just some of my views that I uh, remember seeing. Um, but first, uh, I just want to say that uh, when we got uh, rumored with Taletti, well, we got rumored with her like back in, I don't know, like November, December of uh, 2021, I think. But, you know, in the, I mean, the second half of the last season, um, I started watching France in the international breaks to watch her. And, you know, she, she was just like you, you explained, just like uh, Yash said, like this uh, complete box-to-box -box midfielder, and the funny thing is because she she likes to wear number six as she does uh, wear it here as well. Um, a lot of people thought she was a defensive midfielder, like she was a <laughs> she was natural defensive midfielder, which was funny. And then someone told me before I even started watching uh, France in those international breaks, because, oh no, she's she's definitely not. And then I saw it for myself in France. So, um, but like. Since she came to Real Madrid, well, to be honest, because she hasn't, she hasn't really had this good run, you know, in Real Madrid yet. Uh, and as Ziza said, yeah, she has had uh, like some of her on and off um, moments, like she was off the squad 
for a bit and then on for a bit more and we don't know what uh, but the latest thing was this from the beginning of the year to well um last week basically <laughs> um which was reported to be a virus like a very strong one because it lasted for like three weeks so yeah um but I mean, it, it is looking like she's uh, back stronger than ever. And yeah, about the game, uh, I meant, uh, I noticed some, well, she would, uh, when, when Weir would go um, a bit wider uh, to help, uh, Toletti would be, uh, would be just, you know, would be kind of going like, um following her a little bit but just enough inside to have a weird pass back to her and while we're at the uh you know back passes uh she and sonosa also understand each other whenever toletti would make a, a back pass or something like she exactly knew where sonosa would be and we would know where toletti would be and you know uh, it's I don't know, it just looked um, like they were in a flow, you know, and uh, in the beginning, I didn't really agree that uh, Sonosa, Weir, and uh, Toletti is our best midfield, you know, uh, because uh, when we got both Weir and, um, and Toletti, everyone would say, oh, this midfield will cook, you know, everyone, and I wasn't um really convinced in the beginning uh it might be because of uh Toletti's form at the time and uh, i think she also needed some time to adjust and yeah i re i just like this game kind of made me see uh why why this midfield uh can be so good you know can be uh cooking <laughs> everyone uh and i hope that uh, when it comes to toletti that she continues on her good run uh because um i don't know it, it's a tendency that when a player goes missing um usually mysteriously in this team uh, when she goes missing for like two, three weeks and then she comes back, uh, she would usually come back stronger. So I hope uh, this tendency will continue with Toletti. And uh, yeah, that would be it. Yeah, so I guess I am the only one big fanboy of, of Toletti here. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll stick to that. I think Toletti offers a lot of value. She, as, as Isa touched upon, she is a unique... Uh, player that we don't have in the squad a sort of pure box-to-box -box, uh, all-action midfielder that can help balance bring balance in a lot of things and yeah assuming that she is a defensive midfielder is completely wrong she isn't we shouldn't play her deeper let her thrive in because what what is so unique about her is she has a very good understanding of making those sort of penalty box runs as well so yeah toilet is good guys toilet is good so Let's get into the second half because I think we have covered the first half pretty well. So, second half, second half begins uh, in a sort of a similar way where we have the momentum. In the 48th minute, we have Weir showing off her fancy footwork inside the box, like she is able to uh, get into the box and just beat pressure. Uh, 
in the 49th minute we see a free kick from Toletti that uh, Isa mentioned that she used to take some free kicks at Montpellier and she takes one here uh, from from the from the right uh, from the right hand uh, from the left hand side uh, it's it's hit quite well it's low but uh, Maria Sun is quick to get down and uh, push it away nothing comes off of it and around the 50th minute mark I think this is where like things start to get look a bit better for athletic club like in the first half they weren't pressing in the second half they slowly start to manage to like get into the uh, final third more frequently and try to like sort of create chances uh, for, for themselves in the 51st minute there's first sort of uh, decent chance nothing comes off of it uh, it's Nerea Nevado's cross from the left hand side a teasing ball nobody is able to meet it it goes out goes for a goal kick but they are able to like now get into the final third in the 56th minute athletic club have a corner and if you have been following Real Madrid for a while you know we are not particularly good at defending corners at all so this corner obviously spelled danger for for us because we are pretty bad at dealing with not just first contact but then managing to clear the proceeding second ball as well so and that is what happened like the second ball fell so kindly for Ulema in the box in that moment you would expect maybe like they could have scored there they did not luckily for for us unfortunately for Isa the ball fell very kindly just uh, around the penalty spot area and it was skied over by uh, Ulema but fortunately we survived that scare then in the in the 61st minute Real Madrid have a good chance with Toletti again uh, being involved there Toletti setting up Atenea Atenea plays a good cutback for Esther and then there's a sort of uh, a good block inside the box and then the uh, it isn't cleared Weir tries to get to it her shot is uh, like then it's managed to like they get to get it away from the danger area and uh, nothing comes off of it but it was a good chance in the 64th minute we make our first sub so former athletic club player and Isa's one of the favorites uh, not just one of the like her favorite player ever I think uh, Maite Oroz comes on for uh, to replace Esther and I think this this particular sub changed the way Real Madrid were able to play on the field up, up to that point and we'll get into that but before we get into how the momentum shifted from this point on or what were the key uh, tipping points in this game I just want to get you guys' thoughts on the first like 15 to uh, 20 minutes in the half up until that uh, substitution because then all the action started happening and then one player in particular on athletic club just ascended uh, and we'll get into that but do you guys have any comments on the opening 20 minutes of the second half uh, let's start with you Kanita uh, well the very first minute um, yeah it 
uh, it began very weirdly for us. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, Kathleen gave away a corner, uh, which was which is pretty much a horrible first touch. Um, and I think it was from across, uh, from the right back. And, you, you know, it's 46 minutes. It's, it was like 30 seconds in. And I thought, oh, okay, I mean, this is an honest mistake. Uh, but then I realized, oh, it's good that she actually had a bad first touch when she was kind of um, turned to the line you know to the goal kick line uh then <laughs> that she had that first touch when she was turned um you know away because someone could have gotten that and yeah could have ended up uh, more more dangerous and their corner was actually cleared by Esther on the <laughs> nearest post so yeah uh but then six minutes later <laughs> Six minutes later, uh, Svava receives a cross from them, and it wasn't a bad touch uh, from Svava. It was that she couldn't really, um, she didn't really have time to think more, so she sent it to a corner. And okay, so these are two chances that uh, said okay, they started sending in crosses that could be. Uh, you know, a bit of a panicky moment for our defense. And, well, <laughs> just what I thought in that moment, and I wasn't really doubting it at, uh, at all, because I knew how some specific things could change with, the, with those 15 minutes between the halves. Like, um, some parts of our gameplay... Uh, especially, um, I mean, if our defense was doing well, or um, that we we could uh, just forget how to play in the second half, or if they didn't know, um, they didn't have to really save much, then maybe they would relax a bit. So yeah, these two crosses were a bit worrying for our defense. Uh, but then the second half, I also noticed something. Um, from Sveva in attack. So she starts um, making crosses, like very, very much like side crosses, um, almost at the, like, uh, almost at the sidelines from the left hand side, and just uh, even uh, e either sending in like a half aerial cross, you know, or a ground cross, which was, I think, most um, common one from Sveva in this game. So yeah, th this is what Sveve uh, began doing in the second half. And what I mentioned that uh, Athletic had these like two lines around their box. So Sveve would usually just try to, <laughs> uh, to make the way for the ball through those two lines, you know, uh, just parallel to the goal line. And most of the times, that would work well not really most of it maybe 60 to 40 well 60 percent of times it would pa go past uh this line and someone would mess up there but that's another story and um yeah i mean they still forced us to go wide 
like I like I mentioned the first half. Uh, but new this new thing was with uh, Svevet's side crosses, and she did them a lot, like a lot. I didn't count, <laughs> but um, I didn't complain either. I would usually complain about these crosses, random crosses, but they didn't really seem random, and she did uh, manage and try quite a few dribbles as well uh through the goal line and yeah um so yeah this this chance in the 61st minute really um really showed me how organized athletics um defense is because you know if um if a ball gets um you know passed to the side to our player they would block it before it reaches another one of our players uh another sh if there's a, <laughs> a rebound to another one of our players there would be another uh, block and this happened quite a few times in the uh, second half but this exact um thing that happened in 61st uh, minute i think that should have given um enough picture of how how organized they are really and they could go on uh more about their defense but i think it's better to just um you know um to give it over to isa and hear her thoughts on everything and if she has uh thoughts about um if the athletic athletics defense is usually uh, this calm inside the box or i don't know like from what i saw i thought that they're quite calm so yeah well um, uh, i do have to say that no not really usually the defense is nervy and is known to make some mistakes that lead to some goals it's more like they are not uh, consistent can be good and they can be not that good i mean the two center backs that isn't enough when they are playing well they actually are more than decent i would say average like not something amazing but they are good enough solid enough especially i will say viviane is better has a higher peak than, than valdezate valdezate has some big trouble like she's tall so that helps her a lot in like um just taking balls aerial balls away but it has concentration troubles like she, she will just like switch off her brain in the middle of a match and just give the ball to the to the uh, rival striker and they will score just for no reason like she doesn't even need to be pressed it's like she just brain goes out of the window or something but that usually um uh, like uh, uh, makes us struggle a lot um, and also Nyones also kind of shut down a bit uh, sometimes and makes some really Weird mistakes in some easy balls, they can have this trouble. But when they are actually playing well, they are, yes, uh, well organized defense and they can perform. It's just not consistent in performance. 
Also, the fact that we had Landaluce there also helped because she's a very, um, I don't know how to say, hyper aware defender. Like she's, um, she's seeing everything that's happening so she can uh, cover up mistakes and, and help the team in a lot of ways. Like for example, uh, if uh, the center back loses the mark. And she's gonna be there to, to block the the shooter. Like this happened. Like, I think that just mentioned about someone making a good block. That was actually Landaluce. Um, she's also um, smart enough to uh, know when to uh, rob the ball from the, the opponent in high up the pitch. She did this a few times as well. So yeah, defensively she's. A very good sound defender. I feel like she's the best of all four in defensive. I'm talking defensive defense, uh, playing defense only because she's, she has some weaknesses on the ball, some big ones. In, in that regard, Valdezate and Vivian better. I will say our weakest defender is Nerea Nevado. She struggles a bit in her duels because she's not that fast. So. Teniak had her struggling quite a bit, so yeah, but I felt this was one of our best defensive per performance of the year. We have to say this alongside the F1 in the cup, for me were the two better ones. And the other matches there just been so, so many little mistakes, like losing a mark here, making a bad pass there. Um, the goalkeeper don't rejecting the ball well and that's cost us a lot of points but oh yeah it can the defense can be great and it can be bad at the same the the main reason why i stopped us uh, up until that point was because i think if you want to like note point out a single uh minute where things started to go a bit in a different direction and there was a momentum switch in this game it was following that uh esther to maite sub it, it did seem like an odd, odd choice because we whenever we try to make a sub it's usually not uh in this way if if even if maite is coming on it's for a left winger and esther generally stays uh, on because Esther, as we have discussed multiple times before, not just the goals, but she understands the off-ball movements and has a better um, coordination with Weir and with the wide players uh, better than the other players in the squad. So it seemed like an odd move when Maite came. Uh, uh, when Maite came on the pitch, it definitely meant that Feller was going to now operate uh, as a, as a central striker, and Maite would would be positioned on the left wing but she would be operating uh, from the inside channels and dropping deep and having a sort of a semi sort of free role uh, in that position but yeah so as soon as uh, Maite comes on in the next minute we score a goal uh, Toletti I, I, no it's, it's Zornosa who passes the ball to Weir who is in the right uh, half space Weir carries the ball laterally for a bit, opens up the space and plays a peach of a ball 
which enters athletic club's box and uh, feller is there feller the reason that she can play centrally is because how smart her movements are in front of the goal makes a really good and well timed run into the box gets on the end of that pass and finishes it off it's real madrid to athletic club 0 and this goal again it's all about like wears vision wears pure technical brilliance on the ball like it's it was just insane how she picked up the ball carried it slightly inside opened up that small window of space and time uh, in not just on the pitch but also in time where everybody was wrong footed places the ball perfectly well for uh, feller so she doesn't have to break a stride it's perfectly weighted as well and feller does the rest so it's real madrid to athletic club nil and before i hand it over to you guys the response from athletic club was almost instant there so in the 66th minute amezaga manages to cut the lead in half and we'll get into this particular player because i think she was the protagonist in this uptick that athletic club had in from following this minute on so it starts from a throw in zoranosa gets dispossessed the ball is spread out wide for amezaga amezaga cuts in uh, ivana is on her she manages to cut in generate some space and takes the shot off and it takes a deflection from uh, kathleen susa and goes in so it's real madrid 2 athletic club 1 and there's 35 uh, 25 minutes 25 30 minutes odd of uh, defending to do for real madrid with just one goal cushion and we knew that this would sort of turn a switch in uh, athletic club and they were trying to like attack as well you know like they were trying to come forwards in the second half they were trying to be a little more aggressive uh, than passive that they were in the in the first half they were trying to push their case and this could be the tipping point and especially with the change in performance of uh, amezaga there from this point on it really was a very nervy uh, closing moments in the game so before we move any further i'll i'll hand it over to you guys and take your thoughts on what did you make of both the goals and the substitution in particular uh, where esther went off and maite came on so let's start with you isa you can talk you can talk about uh, just the athletic club's goal if you want if you want to just uh, ease the pain a bit there but yeah you are free to discuss both the goals and what did you make of the sub and ameza any comments on amezaga and uh, yeah just anything else you have to add on those things just take it away well i think we were in the second half the confidence of the team was growing a bit they tried to be more aggressive be more on real madrid's half but uh, it wasn't really like a amazing change or or anything like for example i felt like and julema had maybe gave them a bit of hope that they could actually hurt real madrid and attack but then when i thought the the team was looking the best the the goal from real madrid came like i feel that's just not on us i i think that it was a, bril- a brilliant play 
from both Carolyn and Naomi. Like, just the finish is great, the pass is great, the run is great. Like, yes, maybe maybe could have done a bit more, but I I just don't think how she could have uh, kept up with Feller, who, who is much faster than her. So yeah, I felt like it was a really great goal. So. I was frustrated because it, it just is one of those you just can't stop when you play a team that has much more quality than you, so it's one of those goals that just happens. But it actually was the biggest wake-up call for us, like, it just, it's like they were a different team, something switched on them, not only Amethaga. I mean, Amethanga just started playing amazing, the the goal was good and she made a few more runs before the goal as well. Um, she, the, when it went in, it's like we were another team, another different team than we've been uh, until now, you know, like, they just felt like they were good. That's my, my take on the athletic team, has always been that they don't know how good they could really be, so that like kind of they play with fear. So the fear wasn't there; it was it suddenly wasn't there, and they started to to attack with more numbers and better. There's also about the change uh, of Esther for Maite. I'm not I'm not exactly sure how much impact it has the self and how much impact it has that Athletic just had to step up to 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 win the midfield and to try and um, tie the game. I, I I felt like Maite didn't have her best match. I mean, like you said, I'm her biggest fan, so I have no trouble saying that. She couldn't impose herself on the ball. She usually imposed herself on to to the rivals really well that didn't happen this time I feel like it also had to do with the changes with the changes with mate in like the 17th minute like Maite Zubieta and Arana came in and Maite Zubieta is just the player that has a big presence like in midfield she she can she can um does the opponent's midfield like just with her physical presence and then she's also good on the ball so when she she came in she took a lot of space in midfield so that freed up Ichazo to also help us uh, distribute the, the ball uh, quicker and also freed Pinedo because Pinedo when playing with Yulema Yulema has the tendency to, to drop back so she will to to the number to number one role and and yes I was I mean you could really see that they haven't played together uh, Julema and Pinedo they kind of overlapped a bit so when when Julema went off and Arana went on even if Arana didn't have her performance you could see she understood better uh, how to work with Pinedo because they played together quite a bit. So that also helped us to get to the final third with more more clearance and to open up the spaces in the Real Madrid back line. Basically, that's all I I wanted to to point out. Yeah, Kanita, what did you make of both the goals and the substitution in general? 
okay, well, the sub was uh, indeed very weird. Um, I, I saw Maite uh, preparing uh, to come on uh, even before this, you know, sub was announced, and uh, you know, I, I thought it was one of one uh, instead of uh, one of the midfielders, um, like possibly. I don't know, Sornosa and then Toletti moved to the deepest uh, role, but I, I don't know. I I thought one of the midfielders would come off. However, this this is a very interesting um, a very interesting choice of substitution uh, because I don't remember the last time um, Esther was subbed for you know a midfielder. Um, or if she was uh, subbed at all for Maita. And, okay, so Esther was off, Maita on, and I thought, okay, so Weir would probably move a bit up, helping um, Fela uh, with, in this, like, two in the front, you know, uh, with, uh, like, Weir being more of a support a little bit at the back, but still covering this, uh, po attacking part and everything, and then Maite moving to like um, Weir's role or something, even though it's uh, quite different because their physicalities are much different, and I, I wouldn't know <laughs> how that would work. But sure, I, I mean, uh, from this point on, like Isa said, I didn't really notice much of an impact uh, either. Uh, like in this particular sub but um except for the fact that you know fella was uh, left there as the like lone striker there uh with you know uh, like i said we're um helping a bit there and you know like in that exact minute after the sub happened <laughs> Fella gets that goal, you know, uh, being the lone striker, and we're, you know, helping her there, just like I described right now. Um, like, that was a through pass by Weir, and a uh, great finish by Fella, so that's exactly what I was talking about, and happened in the same minute as the sub. And it's crazy. Uh, it's actually crazy. And so, <laughs> another... <laughs> So a fun a funny thing is that um when the when they were replaying our goal, uh fella's goal, um the commentator said something like, Oh can um can Athletic now answer, you know. So the replay stops. Uh the replay stops and they have have this throw in and out of this throw and they managed to uh, pass Tomesaga on the left wing. And uh, I mean, she scores. So th that was funny because uh, after commentator said that, oh, can Athletic cancer, then they scored and, like 10 seconds later. So it was pretty funny. Um, but it was, <laughs> Issa was pretty much um, frustrated at our first goal and, you know, saying how there would be, um, like probably a clear chance that the rival would score if this rebound happens and all. Well, this goal was frustrating for me because, you know, I, I get Isa in that goal being annoyed 
I hope she does uh, <laughs> uh, she does understand me being frustrated here because um okay Amisaka did very well here um I mean she she's brilliant um but the, the fact the fact that Ivana was left there as the you know last person on the right yeah that that wouldn't end well anyway and i saw that uh Atania was running in um she was way in the front and she was trying to get there in time uh but i mean yone shot before um before Atania would be in position so i mean yone dribbles past ivana and sadly sadly that shot deflects off of uh inner part of kathleen's leg uh that wasn't that wasn't really um pretty to see because first of all our center back being nutmegged and the ball being deflected like that and resulting in me set to dive the wrong way because of it yep frustrating frustrating um uh, but you know, <laughs> the the from this point on the game, I think completely changed. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get on uh, talk, to talk about it uh, in detail. But it just changed completely. I thought they would uh, draw the game many times, and the gameplay was different. The pressing and um, the atmosphere were just so different uh, from this point on like the last 24 minutes or so so um yeah let's get on with it yeah so we have touched upon this a lot of times since the start of the pod that this uh particular goal where they managed to half the deficit this was a turning point and this is the sort of thing that happens with Athletic Club a lot, like uh, Isa has mentioned as well, like it will take something and they will just play like a completely different team and this is what happened. I think there was definitely like goals change games, we have all, all heard that and this one definitely did because now Athletic Club were on the up, they were on the front foot. So. It all starts happening and it all starts happening from one particular uh, side of the pitch which is our right hand side, Ivana's side and Athletic Club's left hand side with both uh, Amezaga and Neria Nevado. The thing is, uh, and Isa mentioned this as well, with one of the major changes as well was uh, Yulema going off for Arana. Like that really and it really showed what uh, Isa was talking about with the understanding and the coordination between Clara Pinedo and uh, Arana later on because that not only were they trying to push up and trying to press high but they were able to do so more efficiently with those players uh, on the pitch because they understood each other better, they understood the movements better, they understood which zones to occupy uh, in uh, in a complimentary fashion much much better than uh, Yulema and Clara Pinedo were able to do and that really like ticked things a lot I think in the 70th minute we made another sub for uh, us as well and Zornosa went off for uh, Tere and 
and i spoke about this like the best midfield real madrid could potentially like feature uh, on the pitch uh, at least on paper in theory is teresa toletti and vier and while all three of them were on the pitch it didn't really replicate that now i'm not saying this to like completely dismiss the idea that this is uh, this can be our best midfield i still think that the qualities are perfectly complementary to help us in all phases of play it just didn't happen here because i think it was because the lack of synergy that was the case that worked in favor of athletic club because they brought on arana arana had good synergy with clara pinedo we brought on teresa and teresa toletti have not worked together as much this season so there was a lack of synergy there was a lack, lack of understanding about what zones to occupy when to occupy them and how the other player would be moving and that really hampered us and it played into the hands of athletic club who were already on the up and this just made it so that they were now able to completely try and force the case and get the equalizing goal as well so in the 74th minute athletic club get another corner this time the corner uh, gets hit into the side netting it from from a later ball like it's not from the first contact it's it's the loose second ball that is hit into the side netting by valdezate if i'm not wrong then there's a couple of uh like events that happen with where we see wears quality again but the the most fun thing that i want to note and i want to talk about this in very much detail and uh, get into it is how like following that goal how amezaga just completely ascended in this game like i was able to watch amezaga uh, during the under 17 world cup like live uh, in flesh and she she has that something about her like i'm not saying that she is going to be the future best player in the world but she has that some understanding about how she wants to move and how she wants to attack her her play her marker that makes her so good because in from that goal onwards she completely cooked ivana now ivana granted she is not a natural right back that's not her natural position but still for a for for a 17 year old to be able to do that is is really nice and she can play centrally as well she can play out wide as well she has very good movements in the box and i'm sure isa will be able to add much more on her but this from that goal onwards i think if uh, amezaga just performed at a completely different stratosphere she just she was constantly like st- sticking out wide and athletic club like with with the with the ester sub we weren't able to press as efficiently so they were able to bring the ball out much uh, easily than before then they were able to pull us towards one side because teresa and toletti were not as well versed with each other so they would get sucked in and then there would be a vacant space on on the flank where the ball will be switched amezaga staying wide and now 
Ivana is in one v one situation with Amezaga, who can beat her for pace, who can beat her for the turn, and she did all of that multiple times. So that performance from even if we are just looking at the final like twenty five thirty minutes of Amezaga's performance, that in itself is like really really impressive, and she was good in the first half too. Whenever she got on the ball. it was a brilliant brilliant performance for me and uh, isa i'll let you add to it i'll let you add any other insights about the player and anything else so just yeah take it away what did you make of amezaga's performance the goal in general and how do you project or see her in the future when about her performance on the match uh she showed some really nice uh, sequence in the first half already but she she had a lot less space to receive so that that was hard for her but in the second half the space opened up a bit so she could just carry the ball herself um on the flank and there was at one moment um she, i th- i think she got the ball from nevado in the in the halfway line and she just on um, the pace and went straight at ivana i think this was uh, right before the the goal and i think that that was the breaking point in her performance she just freed herself and and done a lot more uh, like uh, she got the flow of the game she she started pushing the team as well uh, the team started playing better because she started playing better we we kind of rely on her in in the attack like we relied on on lucia garcia so she basically did like lucia used to do like make us more confident in going forward she she started to to take on her one on ones against ivana ivana seemed out of place in right back and she also seemed tired so i i felt like yone uh real her confidence because she knew she could uh beat ivana because sometimes she struggles a bit when when her defender uh, is able to beat her so she stops trying like i mean it's normal she she loses her confidence because she's so young but uh in this match she was just very persistent even if the if the she couldn't dribble past ivana she will force her to take the ball out on and take a corner or, or uh throwing and i think this was the best performance uh performance jone has played since she uh debuted in the first um match day against sporting de huelva i mean everyone uh, was crazy with that one because she scored in the first minute but overall her performance was not that crazy good and then against Villarreal she was good as well but this match was much better like here you could see the Johnny I've seen since he was 14 just this special player like uh, Athletic hasn't come up with this kind of player in a while uh, since Amajur I will have to say Amajur was this kind of a special player I could see it since the moment she arrived at Athletic and I mean I think it's kind of is being proved right a bit so uh, uh Jone also from the first moment she I knew she was going to be good it, she, she just stood out like 
things she did, uh, how how brave she was on the ball, how she didn't stop even if the, uh, she got dispossessed. And yeah, she's just uh, an amazing player. She she's also good on the, um, as a striker. She has good. She can make good runs, and she's good um, um, on on the air as well. Her headers are, are not bad, so I feel like she's she's a very complete player, and more and is gonna become a more complete player. She has all the tools. She might not turn out to be world class or a Spanish top. I mean that could happen, but she for sure has the potential potential to be good. Um, yeah, I personally really like her. Um, I, I'm, I'm very happy to see her do well and be able to perform and as herself against a team like Real Madrid. Kanita, what did you make? Any comments on uh, Ione Amezaga's performance? Or if you want, you can carry us forward to towards the end of the game and uh add anything else you have to add well since the sub uh, uh when to- when Tere got in for Sonosa well it, it was a <laughs> it was very wild um so when we were talking about Toletti's performance uh back when we were still talking about the first half I mentioned that um uh, Toletti and Sonosa had this kind of um understanding you know especially when it came to back passes and just a quick uh comment here because i don't have any specific actions to um tell you right now but i know that uh that tere and toletti did not understand each other well um like or at all I just saw so much disconnection between them, between those two, and yeah, I think it just might be a problem, and um, you know, those two not being uh, not being played the often enough, or, or um, being tried together enough, and giving them right roles. But yeah, uh, the synergy was completely gone there. Uh, but yeah, from that moment on, we had like 12 or so minutes of constant pressing by Athletic. Like, um, so in the next like two, three minutes after the sub, um, in se- 72nd uh, minute, 73rd minute, um, Athletic had three corners in a row, uh, and yeah, Yash mentioned that um, side net shot by Aldesata in the end. That happened um, in the third corner. The first two corners were kind of um, directed in the far post and uh, one of our uh, players inside the box would um, send it to the corner again. And the third one happened with um, by sending it in the middle, then it wasn't clear and yeah, Aldesata uh, hit the side net. So yeah, uh, the three minutes <laughs> after the sub, we already had uh, three corners by the rival. Um, then in the seventy-five-fifth minute, I think this is the only the only danger we created in these like uh, until like eighty-second minute or something. 
So what happened in seventy fifth minute is that uh, Feller was on to King Ones and she robs the ball uh, from her. It was from a bad pass. I don't remember who, but uh, their defender was being pressed by Feller and she made a back pass to Maria Sun and um, uh, Feller managed to take it away with. Uh, with her uh, right foot and she I think tried to get it on her left foot to um, go around Maria soon but uh, her right foot just pushed it a bit too far to the side so she um, she couldn't get it and no one was there to get it either they were too uh, far back um, to get it so um, let's say that was a danger it was uh, more of an excitement than uh, an actual danger to, <laughs> to note but in my notes, I can only see uh, Amesaga um, Nevado and <laughs> Amesaga Nevado, Amesaga Nevado, and those two were acting for the left side, right? And uh, you know, there's uh, there's this kind of a wide shot slash cross by Nevado. I don't know if she uh, tried to cross or something. Seventy <laughs> eighth minute, um, minute uh, before that. Um, the, it's uh, Amisaka taking a ball from Tere's uh, giveaway because she kind of managed to get the ball over both Might and Weir there. So yeah, Amisaka gets it to the left wing and crosses it inside. Uh, Rocio is luckily there uh, to send it to corner uh, just before Pinedo could reach and like she was... Luckily for us, Rocio was there. <laughs> And uh, I could also noted a couple of uh, recoveries from Chasha, um, and one of them was against Atenea. Uh, and again, it was like then from from through Pinedo to Amesaga, and Amesaga against Ivana. Ivana trying to disturb her, but. Um, she still manages to push the ball uh, inside to Nevada, who was there, and then um, she kind of um, she tries to shoot, but it went uh, wide and over. So um, yeah, and yeah, th this this is probably <laughs> this is pretty much what was happening. Um, they were pressing onto, they were onto us. And these like 12 minutes or so were just screaming that they would die. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in this 982nd minute, um, yeah, we have this kind of miscommunication between uh, Toletti and Tere. Uh, when Toletti tries to pass back to Teres, she uh, misses the ball completely. Uh, so, but so, soon after, like, uh, Toletti runs back a bit to uh, help recover it and recovers it. She sends it, sends it to the right wing and on to Atenea. And Atenea uh, sends it to Avir, who was right in the edges of the box. Then dribbling, as you, you mentioned, this exact um action uh she uh dribbles it inside and she uh i think you mentioned it i think <laughs> actually now i don't remember that you mentioned it but sure uh she uh, dribbles it inside and um decides to pass it to the side to fella uh 
uh, and I actually I thought that she would go for the shot honestly uh, but okay it was a good decision there as well honestly uh, however that um, that ball was <laughs> uh, was well pushed aside uh, by Valdesata I think and then uh, Maite got it at like the entrance of the box she shot and then it was blocked again so I mean this is kind of a question whether we should have been more selfish or something um I mean I I don't know we've seen uh we're working well with fella and fella understanding where she would um pass and everything so um to be honest, this was a good action. It was just very well organized by the athletic defense, so kudos to them. And yeah, I also just noticed that I mentioned Valdesate here <laughs> quite a few times as well, from uh, from the corner in our box to defending in her own. So uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's like this is the point of ninety second, ninety third minute, and just next minute there there's another sub. Fella comes off for Naikari, uh, and I just want to add uh, that since I started uh, my part here with Teres sub for Sonosa, I just want to add that uh, it was very odd that another attacker wasn't brought on when Tere was brought on because I didn't really see the need for this. In the 17th minute and since you know um we scored the second goal and then they scored one goal and it was 2-1 up it was getting intense i really didn't see the need for this terrace rosa sub and um yeah naikari and fofella then did pretty much nothing um so yeah you can just uh, lead us to the end i guess yeah so when there was this one action particularly by Weir like that really stuck with me in the 83rd minute like uh, the one where she like quickly dribbles uh, uses a quick feet to dribble and honestly like man Caroline Weir is just she's just ridiculous honestly like every game you watch you can probably make a three four minute clip from each and every game where she is doing something just at a ridiculous uh technical level than everyone else on the pitch it's i mean i as as we are speaking about this i'm take i'm like jotting down notes uh, on my on my phone about a potential like a uh, piece that i would like to do about caroline weir and how she does some ridiculous stuff on the pitch and hopefully i can get it out sometime uh, very soon but yeah like Caroline Weir is ridiculous. That's it, guys. Like newsflash, she she is an awesome player. But yeah, so in in the eighty fourth minute, Naikari comes on, and when she came on, my first thought was, okay, we might win this three one because uh, I don't know if you know, like Naikari has a history of scoring against Athletic Club, and she loves scoring against them. She she it looks like she has a personal vendetta against them, and uh, Isa would like to add on this probably. I think she might have also thought that maybe she will score again uh, against them. So 
yeah but uh beyond that point i don't think like there was anything else to like add it was just the same thing yone from from that goal onwards like she gained some confidence and then it wasn't just on the ball things that she was doing right but it was her pressing as well she applied uh, in the 85th minute she completely uh, like with her pressing she completely suffocated uh, ivana and forced the loose ball at that caused the turnover so she was all over us she was trying to impose herself really well especially on ivana in in those 1v1 duels it was it was really nice to watch but yeah we managed to held on hold on to our lead we managed to see the game out we managed to put three points on the board and keep the pressure on with levante in in the sort of the form that they are it was a good one uh the game was a good one we had a good first half we didn't have the best of the last 30 minutes we lost control with the subs the substitution did not help but it was a fun game like it 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 with the way that we started out with the curveball in the team sheet looking like a back 3 being a back 4 then the things that we utilize in build up using a back three instead of a back two and uh trying to outnumber them in the first line then some of our pressing sequences then how we can fall off with with the wrong subs i think it was a it was a good game it uh, there there are obviously lessons to be learned and we have a big next game as well against real sociedad but yeah apart from that i don't have anything else to add isa i'll let you add something about what what was going through your mind when naikari came on did you think uh, she will probably score again or did you think that you guys had enough momentum to uh, probably get an equalizer towards the end no no offense to naikari but i didn't even realize she had come in until the match was over like No, I mean, she she did she touch the ball because I I'm not aware if she touched the ball, but I felt like we were um, pushing up uh, so much that I only registered us trying to to tie the game. I knew it that the goal the second goal wasn't gonna come, but I still held a little bit of hope uh, and was just uh, very. um stressed and uh, over overreacting and um saying that we could maybe get the ball to the final third in in a good position in the last minutes so i i wasn't scared this time of naikari like i mean she usually scores against us like all the matches It doesn't matter how bad Naikari is playing; she comes in against us, he score and scores. So yeah, but this time I think it's the best, the last, uh, the le- the least I've uh, been concerned about her. Like I felt that the match was in point that Naikari wasn't really gonna be um, influential or or anything. So. Um I'd like to actually add one uh, one more thing. I mean Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I, yes. yeah, I definitely thought that this would initiate a fist fight between the sort of people that we are. But yeah, take it away Ganita. What what you want to say? No, no 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 fighting. No fighting here. Uh but I mean 
it's very known fact that uh, I'm uh, like that my favorite player ever is Naikari. So uh, I did mention that uh, with her sub, it did nothing. Um, but this is what happens when you get her in, in the last 10 minutes, and this was last six minutes anyway. So uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, did, did she touch the ball? Yes, but more of like inside. Uh, she didn't uh, have the ball uh, in the front at all. She, you know, when managed to send it there. Um, I, I don't think we were trying enough either. Like we gave a couple of balls to Athletic, so we had to deal with that. And then uh, in like the last minute, Ikari had this like uh, handball thing you know, just in our half. Uh, which uh, gave Atletico free kick. I pretty much nothing happened from it, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I said the the subs were switched. The sub in seventieth minute and the sub in eighty fourth. Maybe it would have made a difference, and it would have been a more logical thing to do. You know, uh, bring on uh, a striker when uh, the when the rivals are just up uh, on you. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not the coach. I wasn't the one making decisions. The The substitutions were weird. Uh, Naikari can score inside five minutes, but not inside the last five minutes, just so you know, because there's another factor of everyone being tired and everything. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> but also, this is the first time that we won um, last two years. So the first game against Athletic uh, in twenty twenty uh, last season, we lost against Athletic and we didn't score anything. But uh, these other three games that we won, um, the previous two, uh, in the previous two games we had goals by Atenea and Naikari, and this is the third, uh, the the third time we won against them since that loss is actually without. A goal from either of them so that was very weird um i saw people before the match uh saying oh this is this will end with goals of Nikari and Atenea but um this was a different match so yeah <laughs> yeah i was prepared for uh getting my popcorn out and watching you to <laughs> debate over how Nikari had a good game or uh how Maite <laughs> had a good game but yeah not happening today i guess so i guess that concludes the the part for today uh pretty fun one uh really glad that isa was able to join us and provide some very good insights on athletic club their players and the way their season has been so far and we will be back again in in the next game uh, sorry the pod this time again uh, it's a bit late uh, there are some circumstances that we cannot uh, completely overlook we have got uh, very different schedules me and Kanita so it's difficult to uh, like pinpoint a time where we can record this but we are trying our best to put this out on, on time so just bear with us for a bit here uh, apologies on that part and to everyone listening I hope you guys are doing well. I hope this pod is uh, a really fun one for you guys. And yeah, until the next game, Ala Madrid. Ala Madrid. Thank you for having me. It was uh, very nice. Um, my pleasure to be here. <laughs>